You are listening to the Look Up Collective podcast, a podcast where we help you thrive in your home and business. We're your coaches, Chris, Elizabeth, and Wynn. And if you are looking for simple, actionable, encouraging conversations to help you be rooted in what matters so you can look up and serve others, you are in the right place. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Look Up Collective podcast. So excited. Me and Elizabeth are taking this one this week, and we're so excited that you're here. Yes, we're going to talk about one of our favorite subjects because so many of us struggle with it. I would say, Mm -hmm. I don't know, the majority of society probably struggles with it. And I know it's been something that Wynn and I have struggled with, but is the all or nothing mentality. No, man. All or nothing. Are you guys nodding along in your car or on your walk right now? Do you feel this? This is totally how I lived my life for so long. All or nothing, black or white. If it's not perfect, I'm not doing it. You too, Elizabeth? Oh gosh, yes. Definitely my tendency is to be towards perfection. Literally, Mm -hmm. if I can't go the second mile, I don't even want to start the first mile. Because it was always about doing even more, like going all out. (laughs) If I can't do it perfectly, I don't even want to start it. And that's not who I am now, but that's something I have struggled with probably the majority of my life, 100%. Which, why do we think that we do that as humans? Like, why are so many of us susceptible to this kind of perfectionistic, everything has to be all right or not doing it at all? Like, why do you think we struggle with that? I think because we don't allow ourselves to be human. I mean, that's a mic drop. I really would say until I started doing work with our life coach and our certification program, and she gave us permission to be human. I'm like, I don't think that I ever have given myself or no one else has ever given me permission to just be human, to mess up, to make mistakes, to be, to let it be what it is. That's just not the norm for our culture, our society. Yeah. To welcome all of our humanity. Yeah. Yeah. And we're missing out on so much life and joy and delight and just like life lesson by not allowing ourselves to just continue to try and fail. Like we make it mean something about ourselves when we quote unquote fail, is it really failing? We're so afraid to fail that that's why we have that all or nothing. If I can't do it and do it well or do it perfect or do it with like complete excellence right out of the gate, like we expect ourselves to be able to do something perfect the first time we try it. And that's why we keep ourselves from even starting mm. or trying anything because yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be good at this. But newsflash, it's like, you probably aren't. I probably am not, but that's okay. That's okay. It's like, we love to practice the thought. I embrace being a beginner. Yep. And that's such a gift to our like bodies, to our nervous system. Like when we embrace just being a beginner and deciding to just start, like committing and just one step at a time, not trying to rush the process, but just every day, a small little thing. You know, that what's the quote? Small, smart choices over time with consistency makes a radical difference. Yeah, I just, I wonder with what you were saying about wanting to be good at something or not being afraid to fail. 
if it's because we don't, I think it's both, but is it more because we don't want to look silly or dumb to other people? It's about our outward appearance or how much of it is like an internal, like we just don't think that we're enough. So if we can't do it right, then we just shouldn't try. I just wonder which one it starts with. I think it's both for sure. It's like that fear of judgment, right? Fear of how we're going to be perceived. Like you're saying the perception, how we are perceived to others, but also so many of us don't even trust ourselves. That's and we're good. Afra- yeah. Like we're afraid of what we're going to make it mean about ourselves because we have been so mean to ourselves for so long. When we skip something or we don't do it quote unquote perfectly, like what, like we are so mean. <laughs> we trash talk ourselves. I mean, our thoughts have so often, like my self-concept, which is just your thoughts about yourself, was like literally a dumpster fire for so long. And so I hated the feeling of what I made myself feel when I didn't do it. So that's yeah. why I avoided it. <laughs> and so it's a lot of avoidance and resisting, whereas we can learn and where you and I have learned to not make it mean something about ourselves or our identity when we don't do something one day or fall off for a week or whatever. It's like, that's how you get back up is where you learn to hold space for yourself. You learn to give yourself grace and compassion that you are human and get curious, ask yourself why, like when we can just turn towards ourselves and ask, huh? That's interesting. I didn't do that. I wonder why I mm. didn't do that today. And it's yeah. just with curiosity instead of a critical spirit and judgment of ourselves where so many of yeah. us actually stay. Yeah, because we could give so many examples going to the gym or working out or starting a new eating plan or starting a new laundry rhythm or something. We're just afraid. Yeah. Afraid of what we'll feel when we don't do it. Afraid of what we'll feel. And what we've learned so much is that embracing our full emotions, like everything we want really is on the other side of that, of like actually allowing ourselves. And when you said earlier, the thought that we both love, I embrace being a beginner. I just think about, I started going back to the gym about a year ago for the first time in four or five years. And I was scared out of my mind. I'm like, I'm going to look like the dumbest, weakest thing that doesn't know what the trainers are saying. I don't know the terminology. Yeah. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to wear. I don't know. Like, all these things. And I remember just telling myself over and over, I'm embracing being a beginner again. I'm embracing being a nice. beginner again. And there's still opportunities for me at the gym almost every single time to work on my thoughts, to work on my self-concept, to tell myself, okay, I'm not where I want to be yet, but I'm getting closer to that person every single day. And I think when we can put ourselves in positions, in circumstances to have to feel things that are uncomfortable, like that's where we grow. 100%. And the truth is that no one else actually really cares. (laughs) Nobody else. What is she doing? Because they're worried about themselves. Exactly. They have their own thoughts and self-concept that they are working through. And like the truth is that most people are just excited and proud that you're there or trying but then we get in our heads too of like we haven't even walked a mile but we want to run a marathon that whole like all or nothing we esteem these high lofty goals but we don't 
just consider, we underestimate just like the small habits that get us to where we want to go. Just like you said, yeah. in the gym, like you weren't where you want to be, but you every day you're getting closer to where you want to be. But loving and accepting yourself right where you are. Like we can love and accept where we are and work on ourselves too and become who we want to be. It's a both and. It's a both and. Yeah, and we don't have to prove ourselves. There's nothing to prove, but we get to decide, hey, this is who I want to become. This is what matters to me. This is the kind of life I want to create. And so what habits, what rhythms do I need to set up to get me closer to that person? Like you said, it's not necessarily on day one going out and walking 10 miles. It's walking Mm -hmm. one mile. Yes. It's like when we decide, especially most people in the beginning of the year, I'm going to go to the gym five times Mm -hmm. a week. And then if we don't do it five times, then we don't go at all. Whereas we could start with just taking a walk Mm or going one time to the gym and get consistent with one time. And then we work ourselves up to two times, three times, and then get ourselves to that five times a week. But it's that we have to, we feel like we have to go all in. And as soon as we don't do that, what we make it mean about ourselves, and then we don't do anything at all. Which just then stunts the growth and the point and the purpose of why we started whatever it was in the first place. Like yes. it's really it's really crazy. But the other side of all or nothing is just the daily consistency. And I think maybe what trips a lot of us up, and tell me what you think, is that like daily consistency isn't sexy. That's not the cool thing. Like we want to get where we want to go. We want to get there faster. We want to do it. We want to check it off our list. We want to accomplish it. We want to prove that we can do it when really it is the small, slow steps over time that get us to where we want to be. We have to be we have to learn to delight in the process, as you say. It's not just where we're going. It's not I will always bust out singing Miley Cyrus the climb when we talk about that. It's not about where we're going. It's about, it's not about, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It's the journey. It's the journey. And we're so used to, in our society, we've got, become like almost addicted to instant gratification. Yes. Like getting dopamine hits like so quickly. And there's something to be said about getting dopamine in an honest way. And Ooh. just like literally just one step at a time. You know how it feels like if I have never not felt so much better after I took a walk. That's why I do it. It's because I love how I feel like during and after I'm increasing my serotonin, my dopamine. And yes, it's not like the dopamine hit that you get when you eat a brownie or a cupcake. That's like instant. It takes a little bit more time, but it's like long lasting. It pays itself in dividends. That walk or that workout literally pays itself back all day long. For days. For days. But when I eat that cupcake, it's like only instant gratification for just a short amount of time. And then we just want more of it. One of our coaches, Aline, she says, we can never get enough of what we don't really want. Meaning shopping or eating or like scrolling, buffering, numbing ourselves out. We can never get enough of it. But that's not actually what we really want. It's not satisfying. It's not fulfilling. It's just such a poor diet. 
It's like getting the dopamine hit of somebody commenting on your Instagram post. And you're like, oh, but then you're like, oh, I want another one. I want another one. I want another one. But it's like the slow, we were talking about this this week of like the slow, when I get a message from somebody who's y'all's coaching has changed the way I show up to my life, like in these small, consistent ways. I'm like, that is dopamine in an honest way to quote you from earlier. That is so much better than a random ding that somebody followed you or commented on something you did. Yes. And even knowing that our validation ultimately comes from what God says about us. That's like a high dopamine for like forever, right? It's man, what does God say about me? What are his thoughts? And that's like the best validation that there ever could be. And I feel like we're very probably off topic. Now we're going into like self-concept and validation. That's, that is us. Okay. It's all connected. It's all connected. <laughs> it's all people. connected. Oh. Yes. But like you said, like it's the opposite of perfection is that consistency, the daily habits, the daily rhythms that truly do serve us so much more than the small, like little dopamine hits. Right. Yeah. And what if we did focus on delighting in the process and in the journey of who we are becoming along the way. And instead of doing everything perfectly or, you know, nothing at all. Yeah. Just keep showing up. Keep putting in the work every day consistently. That is where the real growth is. Yeah. And I think it's just like asking yourself, like, what am I willing to feel? Or what am I robbing myself or missing out on because I'm not willing to feel something or I'm avoiding feeling something. Yeah. Everything we do in life is we're either avoiding an emotion or like wanting an emotion. And if we lean into what we're wanting, we can get it every time. If we want the joy, the delight, the peace, like it's available for us and we can truly decide by how we think about how we're showing up to create that for ourselves. Like we get to create every day and it doesn't have to be all or nothing. It can be truly delighting in the process along the way. Cause that's where you get to celebrate the journey. Like so often we have clients that come and they have this goal or this result they're looking after. I can be happy or joyful when I have this rhythm created or when I lose 20 pounds, or when I feel more confident in this relationship. And we miss out on so much when we don't celebrate along the way. We think we can't be happy or joyful until we hit the result. Like, I can't really celebrate myself until I lose the 20 pounds. But we miss out on the celebrating all along the way. The one pound, the two pound, the three pounds, the off the scale victories and we miss out on the joy and delight along the way if we're only waiting to celebrate when we get the result and i think that's why all or nothing is desirable prevalent yeah desirable or prevalent it's like we think if we go all in and we get this result then we can be happy that's the only way we can be proud of ourselves but what if we just were proud of ourselves every day for just showing up what if we celebrate it 
you and Chris have really inspired me and Steven with y'all doing 75 hard together. And we start, we will have already started by the time this podcast airs. And I was talking to somebody yesterday and they're like, oh, I've seen people get like crazy results with that. I'm like, I'm really not doing it for results. Like the results would be nice to lose weight or inches or whatever, but I'm really excited to show myself that I can honor what I say I'm going to do and I can show up for myself and I can challenge myself and grow and it's going to be uncomfortable. (laughs) It's going to be challenging, but I'm willing to feel that discomfort because I know on the other side of it is growth and beauty and joy and all of those good things that, that I want in my life. Yeah. And even during it, because I am actually today, day 66. So, so close to the finish line. We're close. And actually I did a podcast. I think I was on day like 30 something. It was the beginning of May. And the whole reason why I started it, because I wanted to celebrate how far I had come, like how far my body had come when just a year ago I was having panic attacks every day. Like I I wasn't even in a place where I could do 75 hard. So the mere fact that I was there, I just wanted to celebrate that my body takes good care of me. And I want it to continue to like truly believe that my body takes such good care of me and I want to take care of it. Mm -hmm. And so when I came at, I was telling someone the other day, the scale has not even budged on 75 hard for me. Now my body has changed. I probably have lost inches. I can tell from like my clothes and things like that, but I didn't even take those measurements because that's not what I was measuring. That's not the gauge. I just want it to continue to show up for myself and create habits that were a lifestyle 75 hard truly has become a lifestyle for me. Mm -hmm. It's not about just like waiting for day 75 to celebrate that I did it and finished it. I celebrated myself the whole time along the way. I was just as proud of myself and generated the feeling of being proud of myself on day eight, day 20, day 30, day 40. I felt like it was day 75 every day. Mm -hmm. And so I wasn't just looking to get to day 75, which... I'm going to be so proud of myself on day 75, even prouder than if I had just waited for day 75 to be proud, because then I kept that from myself the whole time. And then it wouldn't even feel as big. You guys know how it feels like when you're working towards something like a promotion, a rank, a big milestone, and then you hit it because all your hope and desire is in that one result. And then you get there and you're like, wait this isn't actually as even, this doesn't even feel what I thought it was going to feel like. And so I know what that feels like. And I was like, no, I'm going to feel this every day. I'm going to feel like today is day 75 every day. And because I did that, I just want to keep going. Like day 75 is just a marker. It's just a milestone. This has created habits in me that I want to do to care for myself like for a long time. I'm not even like, ready for it to be finished. Yes, I'm so excited to hit day 75, but to just say, oh my gosh, I did it. Look, but it's it's not about the day. It's about yeah. what it's created in me. And that truly is from delighting in the process. Yeah, so good. So if somebody's listening and they're like, okay, I want to grow in my daily consistency. I want to grow in a certain area of my life. How can we encourage them to just start? To be consistent, to pick something, to pick a daily habit 
that they want to grow. So what is something that you could just start on? The truth is you probably know there's something that you've been wanting to start, but the fear of not doing it perfectly or not having all the things to do it the right way or having all the equipment, whatever it is. I'm thinking about my daughter. She's 12. She'll be 13 this month and she crochets and she jumped on a call with a nine or 10 year old and was helping her crochet. But I'm like, she's not even an expert. She didn't even have all the right tools. She, we don't even have a tripod. <laughs> That's hilarious. And she was like rigging all these things up to do it. But it's just, she was so excited to just do it, to just show yeah. up. Yeah. And how could we have that posture of not worrying about doing it perfectly or knowing all the things or being an expert or having all the right things. But if we just did it, we just took the first step and committed, like decided to commit. That's the hardest part. Don't yeah. you think? Oh yeah. It's like just making the decision. Making and the once decision. you decide, then you just get to show up for yourself. Yeah. And it could be a million things. It could be going on a walk oh, every day or getting you. morning sun or reading your Bible. Yeah. Just decide to start. That's the hardest part is just deciding to commit. But when you pre-decide, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Then you just get to show up for yourself. And sometimes you just have to just decide. You have to pre-decide, I'm going to commit to myself. I'm going to invest in myself. It doesn't have to look a certain way. It doesn't have to be perfect. But it's not that I'm going to try. I'm deciding to do it. And then we just get to show up and how we want to. Thank you so much for coming and listening. We never take it for granted or never take it lightly that you choose to spend time with us. We hope it was encouraging to you to just start, to just do something that has been on your heart, on your mind, that you know you want to do in becoming the person you want to be. Keep looking for the good. It's always there. <laughs>